you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. We're live. We're in New York City. It's Wednesday, October 5th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. Thank you, Sarah Walsh, for being in this chair the last couple days. That's Kyle Brandt. That is an NFL Network insider, Mike Garofolo, and a Super Bowl champion to my left, Jason McCourty. We're back. We're doing Good Morning Football, and it's time for the lead block. The NFL, it's back, and it's it's in London, and it's back on the world stage, which is where it belongs. Live from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on NFL Network, it's the Giants and the Packers. It's their turn to go head to head on Sunday. At 9.30 a.m. Eastern, NFL game day kicks off. Gets you all started at 7 a.m. All exclusively right here on NFL Network. Plus, it streams on NFL+. Plus. Someone who has had their passport stamped to go to the U.K. And who knows when she's coming back. Stacey Dales has everything covered from London. She is preparing for this week's game. Giants-Packers. Stacey will be on the sideline for that game with Laura Oakman. Stacey, set the scene for us, though. Four days until kickoff. What is the status of the Giants starting quarterback Daniel Jones as we get closer to that game? Well, I think it's reason for concern. I do have to give you, Jamie, and company a shout-out, though. I mean, the turnaround time has been amazing to kick things off to start the week. It's great to see you back in the chair. And I am coming to you guys, by the way, from James's Park, Buckingham Palace. Beautiful, stunning shot right behind me. We just saw a changing of the guard and all of its pageantry. These are the spots. These are the hot spots, right, where the tourists come. I'm happy to be one here today. But we have a football game, as you alluded to, Jamie. And uh, what's really cool is these are two three-in-one teams. This is the first time in our London games that we actually have two teams that are over 500 in the Packers and the Giants. Before these New York football Giants at 3-1, and one, Daniel Jones is the concern. This is the first time, by the way, they've been 3-1 and one since 2011. They did win a Super Bowl that season, just saying. Uh, Daniel Jones, though, with that left ankle injury that he sustained late in the third quarter of that Bears victory, they took him out. Terod Taylor comes in, he gets concussed, and then the running back Saquon Barkley comes in for some snaps at quarterback. But in uh, the toughness and all the toughness that we know from Daniel Jones, he came back in the game, he finished the game, 
they won the football game against the Chicago Bears. He told us immediately after that he was sore. But this is going to be day-to-day, and I think this is significant cause for concern because we don't know the severity. Is it a grade one, two? Can't imagine it's a grade three because that would be a full ankle tear at that ligament in terms of high ankle sprains. But again, we don't know. We All we know is it's a sprained ankle. There are no fractures. Terod Taylor in the concussion protocol. Could this be Davis Webb time is the question. That would be his first start since being drafted by the Giants, by the way, back in 2017. A lot of storylines here, like we had last week, you guys, with the quarterback position. Happy that we have you there covering would be one hell of a start for Davis Webb. First game possibly across the pond. But Stacy, the Packers are making their first ever trip to London. We talked about last week. There's so many different ways to do it. What are their plans for this week? Well, if Davis Webb does start this football game, um, it doesn't look great because he's going to have to face Aaron Rodgers. And this will be Aaron Rodgers. Can you guys believe this? In all the 18 years, his first trip to London, this is the first time the Green Bay Packers will be coming over. They are the final team of all 32 to compete in these international games. And I know they're pumped at 3-1, and one, coming off that overtime victory at home against the New England Patriots on a field goal. And I think they feel pretty good about where they're at. But like the Giants, you guys, They have opted to fly out of their central time zone in Green Bay on Thursday evening, touching down here in London on Friday. The Giants will leave New York on Thursday evening and also touch down here on Friday. Matt LaFleur keeping things, the head coach, very close to the vest. But I can tell you there's going to be one major storyline in this game, and it's how this 22nd-ranked Green Bay defense in terms of rush defense. They are 22nd rush defense with Joe Barry as the defensive coordinator facing the best rushing offense in football, care of Saquon Barkley. You guys, they are averaging the Giants 193 rush yards per game. It has been fantastic to watch. Can the Packers shut him down will be the question at a sold-out crowd at Tottenham. Absolutely, Stacey. Thank you. Those are incredible numbers for the Giants, a lot of which is why they are 3-1. and one. Thanks, Stacey. We'll talk to you in a little bit. So both of these teams are 3-1, and one, yet it still feels like an uphill battle for the New York Giants. A lot of that has to do with Daniel Jones and that injury. But how? How can the Giants pull off the upset against the Packers on Sunday morning right here, that game that you can see on NFL Network? Kyle. Well, Jamie, you were at maybe the greatest London game ever played. If this one's going to be that, a lot of things are going to have to happen. On my way into work today, I just Googled Daniel Jones. Yep. And the first article that comes up is like the fan-sided blog. And the headline just says, Giants have to be kidding me with the quarterbacks they worked out on Tuesday. That's where we're at. And we're talking about Jake Fromm and A.J. McCarron. And those guys are great pros and everything. But things are desperate. And we're talking about Davis Webb going to London and playing Aaron Rodgers. Last week, we had the, oh, my God, is Aaron Rodgers going to lose to Bailey Zappi game? Mm-hmm. We're going to need to have the, oh, my God, is he going to lose to Davis Webb game? Kenny Galladay is out like officially now, not just practically. Kadarius Tony is hurt. Wandale Robinson is hurt. So what are they going to have to do? In 2007, uh, Adrian Peterson set the single-game rushing record and ran for 296 yards against the Chargers. Ooh. We need to come knocking on that door, Saquon Barkley. Let's go! Come out of the phone booth with the 300-yard rushing game. If it's Davis Webb, and look, Stacy's more plugged in than I am, but I saw Daniel Jones grab his ankle and go down. That doesn't look like a guy who's going to get on a plane for seven hours and then play. I think it's going to be Davis Webb, and I think it's going to be Saquon left, Saquon right, but it's also kind of an interesting story about Brian Dable and what he's capable of. How deep is his bag? How creative can he be? 
if they win this one and the Giants go to four and one, with, I think that they are the biggest story in the NFL. Not the Eagles, who had the expectations going in. They're the biggest story in the NFL. But Saquon Barkley is going to have to have rushed for 300 yards for it to happen. That's yeah. it. Yeah, you said it. 300. All yards. day, Adrian Peterson hung 296. We got to beat that. Got to beat that. Four <laughs> more yards for them to get the win. They obviously have to run the ball, but then defensively, they're going to have to come up with takeaways. There's no other option for them. Yes, run the ball, but on defense, you have to make plays. And this Green Bay Packers offense, they're ready for it. They've turned the ball over. They've had fumbles in every single game. At least two fumbles except the first okay. one where it was just Aaron Rodgers who's lost the ball. He's also throwing interceptions, which we don't typically see. Since 2017, he's never thrown more than five interceptions. Last year, it was only four. Through four weeks of the season, Aaron Rodgers has already thrown three mm -hmm. interceptions. So there's opportunities for this Giants defense to make plays. Yes, we saw the pick six last week. Different things that this offense we don't typically see year in and year out. This Giants team, they're desperate right now. You get some takeaways, you run the football, you give your chance, you give yourselves a chance to win this football game. Yeah, uh, look, uh, they're not going to put up 40, right? Mm -mm, There's no. Be no, whether Daniel Jones plays or not, or Saquon goes for 300, there will be no 40 burger served, which, by the way, over there is served with chips. Not oh, fries. everything comes with chips. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. chips. We found exactly. out. But I, defensively, to get it done, I think Wink Martindale, I think Blitz, yes, I okay. think Send in the House. Right. I wouldn't recommend that. I mean, Aaron Rodgers over his career, we've got some numbers to show it. I mean, you just you just don't want to do that. I mean, you're going to have to do it from time to time, but you can't do it on every single down because you're going to get burned. So they're going to have to get home with four. Yep. And one of those guys, he's actually like 1.5. He's so big. It's Dexter Lawrence, the guy up front who has just been an absolute wrecking ball at times. And, and Wink Martindale is in love with this guy. It's a oh. man crush of uh, incredible oh. proportions. This is the guy that's just going to have to go off. And this is a guy who's coming up on that second contract. And if he does what he did against the Bears the other day and he does what he's been doing that gets Martindale loving him for his athletic ability at that size to be able to get to people because Rodgers is going to move a little bit. Mm -hmm. you got to be able to chase him down and cut him off. That's the guy that's really going to have to go off for me. Listen, pending that, as Stacey alluded to, that Daniel Jones injury is being like a grade 17 high ankle sprain. High, high like. Grade. He's got to go. Like the, there is, this is the only way. Yeah. And I know he's got to fly. And I know it's 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 a short it's a short week because they have to travel internationally. But like, you need to have and stick with me here, Yankees fans. A Kurt Schilling like performance. I need to see blood on the sock from Daniel Jones in this game because if all he has to do is stand there and do the RPO, and if you're even a threat to take off five seven yards sure. on your feet, I understand. Take the next ten plays off. Like, but if you are out there, you give your offense that much more of a fighting chance to keep the Packers defense on their toes. Stacy said it. The Giants run game has been fantastic to open this and Saquon Barkley can only do so much. He needs someone else to defect to and Daniel Jones has to be the guy. Listen, I'm not saying go out there and play woefully injured, but like if there is a chance you could secure a legendary status mm. if you go to London and beat the Packers <laughs> sure. on like a 70% ankle and then you become that guy. Take advantage of the fact that the Packers have never gone to London. They're both taking a playbook out of the Vikings going Thursday night to Friday morning. You never know. The Packers could still be sleeping come kickoff time on Sunday just because they've never done this before. Mm -hmm. They've played outside the states before but when I looked it was like games played in the 1930s and then they went to Canada in 2019 or something like that like it's not the same like this is a lot to go over when I asked people about Daniel Jones status this week by the way oh. getting a lot of shrugs oh, no. getting a lot of we'll sees I don't know it's not a great sign no. and, 
and more to your point, Kyle, about you know somebody saying they got to be kidding me with the guys that they worked out. First yeah. of all, who's available? Nobody. This guy right now, number right. one, and number two, this is somebody who may have to play on Sunday. Yeah. So it's guys yeah. that they brought in that have a history with the coaching staff or the right. general manager or guys that can be quick studies. Jake Fromm, AJ McCarron, yeah. Brian Lewerke, I think it's pronounced. Yes. Who was with the team? Previously, so it's yeah. it's th that's why they worked out those guys. I just wanted to see that up there because man, it's going to be ugly if he's not out there. I just Dan it is. Jones, it will be. No um, <laughs> you know, it's never ugly when we get to hear from Ian Rappaport because Let's he go. lays the information on us. NFL Network Insider Ian Rappaport joining us now, Week Five. It starts tomorrow night. Ian, injuries besides Daniel Jones that we need to know about. Let's talk about Russell Wilson, who has an injury to his right throwing shoulder, which generally would be some major cause for concern. I don't know. It's a quarterback with a throwing shoulder. Usually, that's not good. But Russell Wilson, in a way that only he can, described himself as super confident that he'll be able to get out on the field on Thursday. It seems to be a little bit of tendonitis in his throwing shoulder. He was limited the first two days of the practice week, or would have been limited had they really, really practiced. Doesn't seem like this is a major issue. I would characterize it as really just something to watch. Meanwhile, Jonathan Taylor is dealing with something, probably a little more to watch than Russell Wilson. He's got an ankle sprain, and he had an MRI and some other tests before the week. They came back relatively clean, which was cause for optimism, but he hasn't done anything the last two days. He believes, he is hopeful that he'll be able to get out on the field on Thursday night for the Colts, despite a short week, despite an ankle sprain. But I would say they are taking it a little more maybe up in the air. He's going to work out pregame, and we'll see if he's able to get out there. And then, of course, the saddest that we have all been monitoring for the last month or so, Dak Prescott. And, you know, when you look at his prospects, when he's going to play, when's the most realistic, my understanding has always been the Eagles game is the first realistic chance on October 16th, so not this week. And then Jerry Jones came out on the radio yesterday and said that Dak Prescott still cannot grip a football yet. Not a great sign for someone who uh, has wanted to be able to play against the Rams this week. That means, to me, another week of Cooper Rush, a quarterback, which, considering how he's playing, guys, really not that big a deal, honestly. Ian Rappaport, thank you very much. Mike G, it's Whiteboard Wednesday time. Here we go. Uh, it's early. We have our whiteboards ready to go, and Mike G is overly prepared for this segment. After Trevor Lawrence's five-turnover game on Sunday, this is our first question, against the Eagles, Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson told reporters that he, quote, Hopes it's a blip. We probably all have moments in our life like that. You kind of hope it's hope it's a blip. Sure. But the week four performance, let's keep it to football, that you think is a blip is Mike G. I'm going to buy you three seconds of time to yeah. write. Mike's on his Google Doc. What are you Boom. Doing? Bucks defense. Oh, there it is. Bucks, Bucks defense. defense. Yeah, that game just got, from that opening kickoff and that fumble, that game just kind of got away from them. And even the Kansas City defense had to play it differently just because how that game went. So Tom was able to put up some yards and, and some points there toward the end here. But I, I just, this defense has been playing really well. You can't go 18 yeah. weeks in the NFL without having some games like this. I think that was a blip. Yeah, for me, I'm going out on a limb right here. I'm going with Melvin Gordon. I'm going to say his last game was a blip. Not only that game, but kind of the first quarter of the season. Sure. Has four fumbles through four weeks, and it's been rough for him. But Javante Williams has gone down with an injury. The opportunity is now. He's a veteran. He's a friend of the show. Yeah, and it's put up or shut up time for him. And I have faith that he's going to get it done. The team and I have confidence in him. Let's get it done. Um, John Harbaugh can't do this back-to-back -back weeks, Kenny. You can't give up a lead like that against a team that's such a favorite in the AFC. Ravens, I would think that having a lead on Buffalo is just a blip because you had that game in your 
talons, if you will. Ravens have talons, yeah? Yeah. Ravens, just a blip. Yeah, uh, John Harbaugh. You, I think a team that's coached by John Harbaugh can't can't let another game like that slip away. Ravens, just a blip. Do the Ravens have large talons? <laughs> that's right. And this is a request. Oh. Please? Yeah. <laughs> I love Dan Campbell so much. It's so hard to watch because, you know, they have the highest scoring offense in the NFL. They also have the worst scoring defense in the NFL. So the games are electric, and it's always like 96 to 72. But how much was it just crushed Dan Campbell? And by the way, our guy Aaron Glenn that we also love, Mm -hmm. they can't stop anything. So I'm with Jason. It's not so much a blip as it is like a one-month-long seismic activity. But someone, Aiden Hutchinson, our guy Rodrigo, Anybody, Robert Porsche, anybody, please someone make a tackle because the Lions are too cool and the Jared Goff story should be a great story of redemption. But Jared Goff throws for six touchdowns every week and loses by three. So please, I'm asking, can the Lions D just be like 29th in the league? I would love that. Yeah, we can rephrase it to what performance do we need it to be a blip? Please? Yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, You know what else we're going to talk about, though? Kyler Murray. Uh, Kyler Murray, on back-to-back weeks, Kyler Murray is taking a fellow Oklahoma Sooner on. Who's it going to be this week? Do you know the schedule well enough? But uh, he had Baker last week. Can he make it two in a row when he faces, of course, the quarterback for the Eagles on Sunday? Look out. Sooner or later. That's what the segment's called. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. 
Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Good morning, football. Good morning to everybody, especially Finn Taylor and Will Selva, who's out on the West Coast. Good morning, Ooh. Will. What do you have for us? Let's get to the Broncos. I'm sure that he had some takes on Russell Wilson if he had the opportunity to. Either way, the Broncos ready to ride against the Colts on Thursday night. Now, Denver's offense hasn't exactly been clicking on cylinders like everyone thought at this point in time under new head coach Nathaniel Hackett. But Hackett says the best is yet to come for this offensive unit. So I think that it's about putting it all together. And not just doing one of those situations good, not just the run game, not just the pass game, uh, but consistently doing it throughout a game. I think looking at our entire team, we haven't played our best football as a team in all three phases, you know, whether it be defense, special teams, or offense. I, I think that there's still so much more to improve on. All the guys are getting used to each other, and that's just something that we're going to have to continue to grow, and the best football is still ahead. Well, Kenny Pickett officially named the starter for Sunday's game against the Bills. He's been thrown right into the fire going up against the NFL's top-ranked defense. Head coach Mike Tomlin spoke about his decision to go with the rookie QB. He provided a spark in-game that is tangible, that we saw and could feel and appreciate. But I think it goes beyond that. I think that he's kind of provided that spark since we've been stepping in stadiums. It's just a component of who he is as a, as a player and a quarterback, the things that he does, how he communicates, his competitive spirit, I think is a positive catalyst for us. As for putting Pickett out there against the Bills in front of Bills Mafia, Tomlin said there is a level of concern there in that environment. But then again, Jamie and guys, he said no matter who's out there under center, there's always going to be a level of concern in that environment. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting way to put it. I mean, but if someone hasn't handled that environment yet before, a little bit more intriguing if you're a rookie. Will Selva, thank you. We'll talk to you in a little bit. So Mike Tomlin, he names Kenny Pickett the starter. I know we have takes. We're going to talk about it. But immediate reaction to Pickett becoming the Week 5 starter. What do you think, Kyle? You guys know I've been banging the table. I want him to be the Week 1 starter. I just thought I I never believed in Mitch, and I I don't relish saying that. But I guess you give Tomlin credit for not riding it even longer. Like he could have just sat there and been stubborn, and I'm Mike Tomlin, and I'm going to ride this for weeks. I got to say, at Buffalo is is not ideal, but you got to do it. I got to talk to Josh Allen a little bit yesterday, and I'm like, "What do you, you Kenny Pickett is going to be playing his first start. What do you remember about your first start? And he was like, Pfft. He's like, I'm standing up there, and I'm saying, I'm setting the protection, and the linemen are turning around being like, you can't do that. And so I'm like, block left. Like, he was like, it's hard, really hard. So I think he's got his work cut off for him. We'll talk about that matchup a lot. I'm glad he did it, but, I mean, Pickett's going to have to really show up this weekend. It's tough. Yeah, if there were, like, five scenarios in which you could start Kenny Pickett, and, <laughs> and, like, this is the last yeah. on my list. Great. I hate this for Not him. Great. Yeah, I, I'm of the opinion that like either they can swim or they're going to sink, and it doesn't really matter when you start them. Maybe sometimes you benefit from sitting a little bit. Like it's either he can hack it or he can't. And so in the preseason, when they put him in a stadium and he responded well, that was a good indication. And Tomlin noted that he didn't melt. He actually thrived in that scenario. So you know what? There's no break in their schedule. Their schedule yeah. is tough. Yeah. And as a rookie, you know what you know. So I, I'm excited for it because you go oh, into I- the game. I, I compare it to my rookie year coming into this 
job. You know what you know. You don't know any of the roles of anybody. So you just come on, you get on camera, and you just talk. For Kenny Pickett, he's going to get out there, get the ball in his hands, and just sling it. Yep. Who cares? Throw it out there. They're, they don't have high expectations anyway for the rest of their season. Go out there, ball, and have fun doing mm -hmm. it. This just feels like chum in the water, though, for Bills Nation. Like, they, they are just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, can we bother you? Like, let's That's be louder bad. then. It's yeah. just going to be an extra notch in their belt. Whoa. It's going to be bad. Time for Spark of Brilliance, presented by Capital One Spark Card. Let's look ahead to week five. We're going to pick a game and tell everybody why we expect sparks to fly when these two teams take the field. What I love about this question is that it's oftentimes the games you don't expect. Like, no yeah. one really would have thought that Saints-Vikings was going to have fireworks, and yet mm -hmm. it did. Sure so did. pick the one that you think is going to have that spark, Mike. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that I'll be wrong. I've been wrong before, but I'm going to take Bengals-Ravens. I've got an AFC North that's wide open right now, and this is really feeling like a pivotal game for both sides. But then I go back to last year. Talk about sparks flying in two games against the Ravens. 82 points oh, hell yes. for the Cincinnati Bengals. 1,095 total yards combined in two. It was like a, a repeat both games. Uh, and so Baltimore now coming off that loss against the Bills. Really got to look up and say, okay, we've got this Bengals team that's starting to click coming on a 10-day rest into uh, into this game right here. I, I just, this feels like so much on the line, so much offensive firepower possible. This Baltimore Ravens defense not playing very well right now. I, I just, I, I can't wait to see this one. I hope it's a closer game than what we saw last year between these two teams, but I hope there's offensive sparks. I got asked yesterday if I think John Harbaugh is on the hot seat. And I was like, Harbaugh? He's got tenure. This would be six straight home losses if they lose this. Oh, he's uh, got players nice. yelling at him. Players yelling at him. Okay. The curious decision, the Lamar uncertainty. If they lose on national time to the Bengals and they go to two and three, it's rough. And John Harbaugh is like one of the institutions, but it's it's not. It's been a weird season. I'm going to say something I would have answered this question with like in 1998. Jets-Dolphins. I'm really into this game. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's a lot of emotion in this game. The Jets are 2-2, two and two, but they have a 12-game losing streak in their division. 12 straight division games. And Salas talked about it this week that if we want to do what we got to do, we have to take care of our division. If they get to 3-2 and two and Zach Wilson becomes a thing, then there's real excitement. Meanwhile, the Dolphins just went through the Tua thing. Like, they, they have a different type of emotion where their field general has been out and they had that terrible experience and now they're going to have to rally behind Bridgewater. It's also the first time we're seeing Mike McDaniel come after a loss. So like there's a lot of emotion in this and one of these teams is going to win and be off and running and the other one's going to have a huge step back. So it's fun to say Jets Dolphins because it's normally, ah, you know, Packers, Niners, all that same. Jets Dolphins, like in the late 90s. I'm back in college, Mike, and I like it. What do you think, Jamie? I'm going to go battle of the birds in the state of Arizona between the okay. Eagles and the Cardinals because I think if there's an unbeaten team, regardless, like that is the one that's going to deliver every week. Like you have to watch it either continue to fly, if you will, yeah. or crash and burn. Not that a loss would be that for the Eagles, but it's like an undefeated team into October is such a spectacle. You have to respect it, especially when it's the, la the lone team remaining to be undefeated. And the Cardinals have taken us on this a joyride of emotions, and none was any better than that um, Kyler Murray uh, Raiders comeback oh, with yeah. like that 86 <laughs> yard two point conversion like that again to, to zoom out is like the Cardinal season in a nutshell now they have to go up against an undefeated Eagles team like that one could deliver it's got a ton of storylines some injuries oh, yes, and uh, let's see what we get there.
Yes, undefeated football team. Cooper Rush, an undefeated quarterback mm. in his career. Talk the Cowboys it. take on the Rams. And you talk about fireworks. You talk about sparks, headlines. Jerry Jones talking about, hey, if Rush continues to play well, will there be a quarterback competition? On top of that, the Rams looked awful on prime time. They've given up the second most sacks of any offense in the NFL. And the Cowboys have the second most sacks on defense. So, Matthew Stafford, he may not like these types of sparks, but the Cowboys are coming. They're coming after him, and there's going to be big plays to be made with that pass rush. Mm -hmm. This game, to me, it just screams headlines. Are the Rams any good this year? Yeah. We've just watched them lay an egg twice on primetime. Now they have the Cowboys. It's going to be a fun one to watch. I want to see what this Rams team can do now going against an opponent, the Cowboys, who have surprised a lot of people with Dak Prescott being out. Mike, this whole Dak Prescott grip football thing, and Cooper Rush, this very much has to be like, oh, you can't quite grip the ball, son. We're good with Cooper Rush. Or can he no. actually not grip the ball? No, I mean, it's 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 hand surgery, and we yeah. kind of identified early on the Eagles game next week as the potential yes. first realistic opening for him to be back, which he is expected to do some work in practice this week, but not practice fully. So if he starts practicing fully next week, then you'll say, okay, he's on track. He could play in that game. It's just what happened was Jerry Jones is on the radio every week. And I yeah. said this on NFL Now yesterday. We're grateful for it because we need content for yeah. that show, especially yeah. on slow days. Tuesday is a slow day for it. NFL mm -hmm. news because a lot of teams aren't practicing and Jerry likes to provide it. Mm -hmm. So when he starts talking about, hey, it could be this week and it was two weeks ago and it's nowhere in time frame. <laughs> yeah. Great. Now we've got a topic yeah. to discuss to say, hey, that's just Jerry. He's got shows to fill just like we've got shows to fill. But I want to go back to that Jets-Dolphins Dolphins. game. Because when I was looking at the games this week to see which one could give me a spark, yeah. I was like, sure. hey, I remember when that used to be I mean, a fake spike, the Jumbo Elliott game. There are plenty of Jets-Dolphins games in the past that were great. So, yeah, I've got a little tug of nostalgia. I wish Tua was playing, unfortunately. That's no, it is true. They both have a lot invested in this thing. It's, I mentioned it. Salah started his address to the team. I was watching the video saying that we have lost 12 straight division games. He's not hiding from it. I mean, it's a really terrible streak. In fact, the last game they won was against the Bills in the last week of the season. I don't even know if the Bills had plenty of things for it, but you can do all these things and it's great that you beat the Steelers and it's great that you beat the Browns. Like, you gotta beat the Dolphins, you gotta beat the Bills, you gotta beat the damn Patriots. Otherwise, it's just empty calories, it's filler, it's fun little stories for a week, and then you get clobbered by Buffalo or Miami. It's nothing. So, it's great that Zach Wilson can do the gritty. Like, can he play gritty? Let's, mm. let, let's, let's find out this week. Are you going to go? Dolphins at Jets? Those are your guys. I'm thinking about going. Yeah. My wife said that to me the other day. I may try to go by the hotel, see my guys That's Saturday. awesome. So, yeah, that should be. I think, like you just said, it's going to be such a fun game because the Jets right now are in third place in their division. Mm -hmm. and that's somewhere <laughs> they haven't really been. New England is last in that mm -hmm. division. Mm -hmm. So it's a great opportunity to kind of get a little jump start and mm -hmm. make sure that they don't finish because they've been last in the division, I feel like, forever now. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because then I need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Cooper Rush has the Cowboys on a three-game win streak. Uh, what is the latest with Dak Prescott's return to that team? doesn't seem like Dak Prescott's return to the team is going to be this week. And, you know, Prescott is doing well. It sounds like his rehab, his recovery from thumb surgery is probably going about as well as you could hope. He is four weeks out. And generally the time frame for this kind of injury and also this injury specifically was at least four weeks. There was some hope that he could come back right around then. But he is still dealing with some swelling. And as Jerry Jones admitted on the radio yesterday, guys, he still can't really grip a football. And I would say considering the position he plays, Gripping a football is somewhat important. That really is the last threshold for Dak Prescott. How well can he grip an NFL football, be able to throw it just like normal? I know there was some talk about, oh, you know, he'd love to play in the Rams game. He's targeting the Rams game. It was never really that much of a realistic consideration from my understanding. The Eagles game on October 16th, far more realistic. He still has a shot at that. It seems that it's going to be Cooper Rush, who, oh, just wins football games. That's it uh, once again this week. All right, Ian, thank you. So it sounds like Cooper Rush will be at it again on Sunday for the Cowboys. Cowboys-Rams, this is such a strange question. Which team do we trust more right now what Cowboys or their week five opponent Los Angeles Rams Jason mm. yeah for me I'm I'm gonna have to go Cowboys I, I looked at this I, was, I didn't feel that strongly about either team but when we watched what the Rams have kind of put forward we talked about it yesterday all offseason Aaron Donald said he was close to retire McVay said he didn't know if he was going to continue to play there was just so many question marks swirling around them and they look like a team right now that they don't know if they're ready to go but for the Cowboys you look at what they've done with the two running backs they have, Tony Pollard yeah. and Ezekiel Elliott. They've committed to handing the ball off and getting it in their hands, whether it's throwing passes to them or just handing it off. Both of these guys, this past game versus Washington, Washington did a great job of shutting them down. But they still continue to run the ball, over 25 touches total for both of these guys. And I think what that has done is opened up their offense. And if Washington comes in, the commanders come in,
Portland or any other team saying, hey, we're just going to stop Elliott, we're going to stop Pollard. It opens it up and it gives Cooper Rush a chance to get the ball down the field, to find his three receivers now that he has Gallup back, Noah Brown, and then obviously the number one in C.D. Lamb. So for me, I'm trusting the Cowboys because they found a situation, they found a formula that is working for them as a football team, even without Dak Prescott. We're going to run the ball. We're going to get it in our two playmakers' mm -hmm. hands at the running back position, and then we're going to pass off of that and as allow Cooper Rush to remain undefeated in his career. Yes. Give me the defensive side of things here for the Cowboys for why I'm trusting them right now. And, uh, Jason, if I said to you a team held an opposing team under 300 yards passing in a game, that's pretty good, right? It's a good game. Cowboys have held every opponent under 200 mm -hmm. oh my yards God. passing. Goodness. Let's go over these numbers here. I'm looking at them, uh, and I lost them. Here we go, defensively, 195 against the Buccaneers, 165 against the Bengals, 169 against the Giants, and 155 against the Washington Commanders. And it's not just how they're covering things in the back end, it's what they're doing up front. And Demarcus Lawrence, a guy, I don't know if we focus so much on, on Micah Parsons, but Demarcus Lawrence is a guy that had that resurgence, certainly against the Giants. He was dominant in that game. I saw a tweet from his agent, David Kanner, quote, he's washed up, fans said. Media said they overpaid. Don't get on the train now. Stay how you were. Not know. oh, you can't say that word. Not knowing bleep. You can't say that word on the air, David, mm -hmm. unless you're, well, Jamie Erdahl. <laughs> I, I just, I love what the Cowboys are doing front to back on that defense, particularly against the pass, which is hard to do in the NFL these days. I trust the Cowboys more, Kyle. Mm. I, I'm trying to get back to the, can we Sorry. just talk no, football? Yes, this All is. I want to do is talk football, Mike. Trust. It's always the nonsense with you. I, I trust Cooper Rush right now. That's who I trust. Mm. I don't trust the Cowboys to do right by Cooper Rush. I'm worried about this. It just Here's the facts. They've got three-game win streak. They're playing this different brand of football. It's boring. It's effective. The defense, we all talked about it. Cooper Rush is going to play this weekend against the Rams. Yep. If he wins this game, you start his butt against the Eagles. I don't mm. care if Dak can grip I, I, nothing. You start him. It's a four-game win streak. The team is on fire. They're, they're playing cohesive. They're tight. They're together. And there's all this theater involved with that Eagles game. You're starting to hear Ian saying it's when Dak might return. So Jerry, as he does, you know, because he needs the money, goes on 105.3 FM in Dallas. And he's straight up asked, is there a scenario where you guys can see yourself sticking with Cooper Rush, even if Dak is healthy? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you the exact answer. It's a play in three acts. Will you stick with Cooper Rush if Dak is healthy? No. He waits. No. He waits as I see it right today. Like that's, is it no or is I see it today? Like that is so Jerry twisting the mustache. I am really going to be, if he, if Cooper Rush beats the Rams and they sit him down to go back with Dak, I'm going to be furious. And I know that Dak is paid and I know he's the future so and all that. So you're saying Dak at 100%, you're sticking with Cooper Rush if he wins this game. Yeah. At 100%. Not well, just gripping a football, but he's back. It's the he's perfect healthy. follow, Jason, but we're in this loosey-goosey what does 100% even mean? I think this hand grip thing is such the perfect dose of BS to put on the deck. 100%. Status. If yes. Dak's ribs are healed or if the doctor says, yeah, his knee's good to go, grip is not is a uh, subjective thing. Dak, do you feel good gripping the football? Yeah, I feel good. But do you feel great? I feel good. Do you feel perfect? No, then sit down. I mean, it's so easy to manipulate gripping the ball as opposed to a surgery recovery or something, an injury that is more objective. And I think if you've got a four-game win streak, and this is all hypothetical, they may get crushed by the Rams, yeah. and he does the thing where he throws for 192 yards and one touchdown and no picks and Tony Pollard this, you're sitting him? What happens if they yeah. sit him and Dak comes out and throws three picks against the Eagles and they lose by 12 points, by three touchdowns? I know Dak's the future. I'm not saying you're going to trade him. This is a Brady uh, Bledsoe. <laughs> 
espresso situation. <laughs> but right now, stick with what's hot and use the nonsense of football grip as an excuse to do it. I don't think the football fans in, in Dallas, by the way, are clamoring for Dak to get back either. Cooper Rush is a thing. If he wins this weekend, it's a real thing. Yeah, I'm just making sure we're all on the Fun. same page here. They, they, they put the grip strength out there to hedge their bets on That's having an thought. excuse to... Yes. Right? If they are undefeated under Cooper Rush and they go to face the Eagles, they are allowed to say, like, the grip strength's still not there yet. Like, they, they are laying the foundation for mm-hmm. the reason not to play him next week. Mm-hmm. Right? We're all understanding I pay no that. attention to that. Like, Jerry Jones talking about oh. grip strength. If he's clear about a doctor's, he goes out no. there and he has a week of practice where he practices Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And he mm-hmm. makes all the throws leading up to the Eagles game. Dak Prescott is going to start the game, and he should start the game. Yes, Cooper Rush has been good, but I mean, he's throwing for maybe 230 yards a game, one touchdown. He's not throwing an interception. He's not going out there and winning these football games and just taking over. He's playing as well as a backup quarterback should be playing. You're not saying that there is some potential for like a private room conversation between Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, and Cooper Rush, and mm-hmm. like, guys, let's have an agreement here. Let's just say it's still your grip. Let's you think just, Dak Prescott? I don't know. In and say, you know, I what? don't think Dak's in the room. You don't I, know I think what? it's the Jones boys, and I okay. think it's it's McCarthy, okay. and it, I, I do. Yeah, and I think they're, they're going to wait for him to get as well as Rush is playing. They're going to wait for him to get healthy. I'm yes. Angry about this? No, I'm just saying they're going to wait for him to get healthy. Yes. Yeah. They're not going to put him out there fresh off. Hey, he goes out there. He has a limited Friday practice, and we're just all right. Go ahead, Dak. Let's see what you can do. No, they're, they're going to want to see him do it in practice. Yeah. But when he does, it is be, it will be his show to take over. I want to make sure it's it's all about the football. My suspicion about Dallas Cowboys is always about merchandise in the show. And I would hate the idea that Eagles, primetime, Dallas, that's our grand return for Dak. And let's sell jerseys and do ratings. Screw all that. Win games. If you're doing it because definitely Dak is going to be better and he's blah, 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 fine. But my suspicion with the Cowboys is always it's all about the show and the merchandise. Cooper Rush is a terrible show, but he's undefeated. I don't know. I won't argue that at all. I'll just quickly say that when I was thinking about this question, I I found it kind of like a trap question because it's like, how can you trust the Rams? Like, with what we have seen the last couple weeks, just the word trust made me think back to, remember in gym class, you do, like, the trust fall activity? Where, like, you're standing up there and your eyes are closed and you have the, like, there's a person back there who's like, are you messing with me? Like, are your arms (laughs) locked or are you not? And, like, here I go. It's like, who's the team you'd rather have back there right now? Catch Mm -hmm. a deal. Mm Mm-hmm. I think I'm still going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. There's just something about the way they have come together and not come apart at the seams in the cool. last couple of weeks. It's pretty cool. Trust fall. Here we go. Total it's access. I prefer to fall into the arms of Cooper Rush than, well, Stafford's got a bad elbow. Too. Right, exactly. I mean, so many I want to fall into the arms of Jimmy Garoppolo. That's yeah. all. Never mind. Is he even on the Cowboys? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.